15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I feel like I should stop drinking now. You should probably stop. If you feel like you should stop, you should probably stop. Yeah, that's how it goes. All right. Because you're like two two or three drinks away from being like <laughs> crying drinking because I get there sometimes where I'm like. <laughs> I, I have. I have. But it's usually red wine. Oh. And it's not uh, when I'm doing fun. Was that a legit like hiccup or were you about to puke? <laughs> no, no that, was, that was like a legit. I just took a hit of my vape and had to burp at the same time because it just ate a sandwich. Hey everybody, this is the Utah Outcast. We are a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist show coming at you from the great and spacious state of Utah via podcast and YouTube. We strive to bring you some entertaining news you missed, some fun with real audio, and oh so much more every week. For each topic that we find funny, infuriating, or just plain newsworthy, we make sure to consume each with as much skepticism and as much irreverence as legally allowed. The panel for this week's show is a return to my faithful panel of co-hosts, Kyle Steenblick and Felicia Entwistle. Fancy I'm meeting... Fancy meeting you What's guys up? here twice in one weekend. Yeah. It's like my marriage night no all over kidding. again. I know. <laughs> it's almost uh, like I didn't just see you guys and record an episode for the patrons on Friday. Crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. That was, that was some fun stuff right there. Oh, uh, hi guys. I'm X. I'll be your host this evening. So uh, before we get started, uh, I have to give our usual thanks uh, and a greased up deaf guy loving hug to Robert Jones and Dan Ellis for being the sustaining members of the uh, the Utah Outcast Patreon. But um, I'm going to I'm going to towel off a little bit and give a sincere, real loving hug to one of the biggest fans out there of the show, uh, Louis Cruz. I'm sorry, it could be Luis, it could be Luis, but I'm not sure. So d- correct me, please. Uh, who has joined the patron ranks? Thank you for your donations, everyone. We've got uh, big things in store for it all. And while I'm filleting all the other people who keep me going, I have to give a uh, the happiest ending to Danny Lopez, whose girth makes a stack of 70 Frisbees jealous. Um, <laughs> I hope that all four of these gentlemen enjoy the Ken Ham episode that we just put up. And uh, next on the chopping block is Ray Comfort. So you might want to become a, uh, a patron at least the $3 level, and uh, you're going to be able to hear all of our you know hour hour-long briefs that we have on these people. Uh, for those of you that might be wondering what you can do uh, to show the love for the show that we do lovingly craft for you guys each week without donating cash, all we ask is that if you would please give a few seconds of time in whatever application or platform that you use to catch us on, and uh, you know just give us a rating or at the very least a subscribe. Uh, we're back up to five stars on iTunes. Yay! That one guy Yay. that gave us a one star is no doesn't count anymore because we got 16 other people <laughs> who went, fuck you, it's a five-star show. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it um, is. Oh, and uh, share it with your friends, too. That that helps. Yep, and you can always find no. us on... Share it with your religious yeah. friends. Yeah. Share, share it with everybody. Whether yes. or not, share, they, or not just, they care. Share it, with your, share it with everyone, within reason, but then share it with your religious friends who you kind of <laughs> don't really want to be friends with anymore. 
but yeah. they keep like showing up and you don't know how to be rude <laughs> we recommend like, just show we, re- we recommend it for the company carpool <laughs> Uh, you can always find us on Twitter and on Facebook. That's the two venues I spend the most time on. I'm working on doing more Instagram stuff and uh, all the other kind of social media stuff out there. Just just stay tuned. We've, we've got stuff planned. Well, well I'm going to make it work. Uh, anyway, if you got a question, comment, anything like that, you can hit us up on our uh, email address, which is mailbag at utahoutcast.com, or via our uh, derp line, which is 347-669-3377. You can text or voicemail that one. So... Let's go ahead and get into our news you missed. And what a better way to start out our show each week than to nosedive directly into some news that the networks probably didn't pick up. Or if they did, they didn't have they definitely didn't have our bias. So the first one we have up here is uh, CNN asking potential presidential candidates uh, with undeclared faiths if they believe in God. Oh, really? Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, okay, so we already know that that uh, what Trump is. He he claims to be mm-hmm. a religious person, well, even though he's doing it just to get we, the vote. Yeah, we know what he claims, but... Oh, I love that. That's My favorite it. one is uh, two... What is it? What the hell, What was the the Bible book that he two said? The, what's that? Wasn't it, It's two Corinthians is what he said. Yeah, two Corinthians. Second, yeah. <laughs> second Corinthians, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And I say presidential candidates, and I'm doing this with air quotes, really, because these guys, uh-huh. are, in my opinion, aren't real candidates, because you have Gary Johnson and William Weld, yeah. who are the uh, the libertarian representatives, mm-hmm. and they were on a uh, CNN's Chris Cuomo like town hall kind of thing, and um, a someone was selected from the audience, her name was Amanda Lindemann, a undecided voter from New York asked Johnson, Do you pray... And do you believe in God? And Johnson... Same question. Yeah. Yeah. Johnson didn't appear interested in the question, but he offered words he knew he had to say. Mm -hmm. I have to admit to praying once in a while, and yes, I do believe in God. And Cuomo didn't uh, really... (laughs) Clearly (laughs) think she should ask the vice presidential candidate the same question, put the litmus test to Weld, and said, Governor. Mm -hmm. And this guy was... He's like, uh, uh, same on both, same on both. That's his actual quote, same on both. Twice. <laughs> and so All Cuomo right. didn't so like that. So that tells me that, no, none of them believe in God. Yeah, and Chris apparently Cuomo that's still not allowed. Wanted to <laughs> pile on some more. He's like, what do you want people to know about you in terms of religion? I mean, first of all, what the fuck kind of question is that? You know? Not what do you want people to know about you in terms for, of religion? For, I go on Easter and a, Christmas. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I the correct think. answer to that question is, uh, I believe, constitutionally speaking, there is no religious test, test yeah. for so, elected office. Sorry. To continue his question, he says, I mean, is the answer, it's none of your business, or do you go to church? Do you ascribe to a particular religious philosophy? Boy, that's just like saying, like, how how deep is your wife? You know, that's just, like, you don't, <laughs> you don't ask certain questions in polite f- fucking culture, people. And so yeah. Johnson replied, he said... I was raised a Christian. I do not attend church. And if there's one thing that I've taken away from Christianity, do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Oh, man. I hate except that. that. Yeah, not, except that that didn't come from not, Christianity. Nope. That, no. Robbie. Um, <laughs> that, that came from just people living together in a space. It's like, it's like one of the <laughs> first like moral things that anybody ever recorded, ever. <laughs> it's like, it's one of the 
first moral guidelines ever, which, as our listeners would have to know, predates the Bible by a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I a lot. Just, a lot I'm of sorry. like to act like the Bible was the first time there was any sort of moral code written down or something. No, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm sorry. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure parents with more than one kid laid that one down. Like, look, don't hit your brother. Do you want really? him to hit you? <laughs> don't, don't. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like it if he hit you? Really? Think about it. Mm-hmm. No. That's yeah. No, it worked. It worked. My uh, see, I was never kind of like. I was never a physical, like, fighty kid, but my sister was. <laughs> and so one night she kept coming in, and this is back when I was with the ex-husband. This is before we were even married. Yeah. And we were living with my mom. And she kept coming in and smacking me on the back of the head and smacking him really hard on the back of the head. She was 14 and awful. And so she came in, smacked him on the back of the head, so I hit her as hard as I could in the back of the head. She'd done this like five times to both of us. And we tried to be the bigger people and it wasn't working. So mm-hmm. she screams, screams, screams. She runs out. <laughs> Mom, Felicia hit me really hard. And I go, well, Mom, she kept hitting uh, Nick and I in the head really hard. And she goes, did you? She goes, yeah, but it was funny. She goes, what have I always told you? You hit somebody. better prepare to get hit back. <laughs> That so, the end of that. Chris Cuomo mm-hmm. even piled on even further. He's like, why don't you go to church? <laughs> like, he just keeps fucking doubling and tripling down on this shit. <laughs> so Johnson's like, uh, I, I don't. Uh, and then Cuomo says, I ask you as a suffering Catholic, you know, the question just comes up. Okay, if your oh. religion is that fucking painful to you, you can <laughs> leave it, you know? You can. It's really <laughs> fucking easy. You just you stop going suffer. on Sunday. <laughs> Isn't that what Although- most Catholics do? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah. Have you ever? Like, I thought that was just Catholic. Like, <laughs> that's what mass is. And the person that uh that transcribed the whole interview process that happened here, and this is this came from the Friendly Atheist blog. He said, <laughs> uh, "I usually try to cut out the uh, uhs and ums and everything like that, but let's just make the case here." <laughs> so Johnson was literally sputtering at this point. I'm just one of those uh I. I, the God, uh, that I speak to, uh, is not, uh, <laughs> doesn't have a particular religion. <laughs> atheist. He's an atheist. Or he's one of those, well, he's an atheist with the woo-woo nonsense. You know, they exist. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, there was a, there was another interview for the Green Party candidates that happened on CNN. Similar kind of event. Uh, <laughs> and so, Jasmine, uh, Reba Davia, uh, an undecided second grade teacher from New York City asks Stein, do you currently believe in God and could you tell us more about your personal journey in this area? Boy, I would just shine if someone asked me something like that. Do you currently believe oh, in God? Yeah. Before they even finish the, the whole the rest of the sentence, mm-hmm. no. no. <laughs> <laughs> and could you tell us more about your personal journey in this area? I did believe, now I don't. I grew up. <laughs> All right, last, last tangent, but tonight was the Atheists of Utah uh, night at uh, Saturday's Voyeur. It's a local Salt Lake City parody play on Utah culture, religion, and politics. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, the name is a parody of the classic <laughs> uh, Mormon video uh, movie Saturday's Warrior, which was remade was this last like, year. That's so fucking yeah. awful. <laughs> we are going to watch that's, it. That's, that'll that'll put that as a patron goal. That's <laughs> uh, uh. Oh, that's a, that's a cruel one. Uh, that's a cruel line one. upon line. Uh, 
precept on precept. <laughs> he did sing a version, Our God is an Awesome God, to Donald Trump as God, so that was horrible. Wow. <laughs> that was, I went tonight, it's Saturday, it's Voyeur. And, yeah, Voyeur. Uh, but it was, yes. So it was Atheist Night, right? The Atheists of Utah mm. were there. Um, and we had a party in the green room, so there's a part where they did a parody of Go Ask Alice, which great song, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they uh, uh, they get to the part, they get to the end, and it says, remember what Nietzsche said, God is dead? And uh, no you could find our people in that audience, because we were like, yeah! <laughs> Everyone else was like, we were like, yeah, God is dead, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> I bet my coworker went to that. I'm sure she did. <laughs> she goes to all the Saturday's Voyeurs. Huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, so God. let's see. In the, the Jill Stein in- interview, so uh, apparently this is this is Jill's answer to this. Jill Stein said, great. Uh, so I grew up a very religious person. I was probably the most religious person in my family. Um, And I have actually brought traditional Jewish ritual into my family. Yay, because that's so much fun to, to be dour all the fucking time with your religion. Uh, because I was so um, uh, excited about what I was going on, going on in my Reformed temple where I sang in the choir. Um, and certainly my view of the world, uh, I have to say, just grew out of the morality and the tales that I was learning uh, from the Old Testament. Morality yeah. from the Old yes, Testament. <laughs> Fuck you, Jill Stein. <laughs> oh, fuck, <no. laughs> Can we just can we just contrast those answers to the way Bernie Sanders answered that question? And I think yeah. what did he what did he say? His his was like a I I believe that uh, the the fact that we all get I along just, together is God or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. he said he said uh, yeah he said oh I'm not a very religious person and I just live my life and with the basic philosophy that we should just try to be good to each other. What is it? You said yeah. kindness is my religion, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, which he is pretty, which is still a politician-y thing to say, but it's really pushed that yeah, barrier. He really just kind of said, "Look, it really doesn't matter." Be well, and I'll yeah. Don't be a dick. He did, he did I'm going too. He said he did say that specifically that yeah. there's not a religion test, and that's an irrelevant yeah. question. Well, I'm going to yeah. get to the meat of what Jill said. Her her oh. her main thing of her quote here is that. I am not, I'm not going to leave all the uhs and ums out because that fucking drives me insane when people are answering questions and they leave uh, uh, um, mm, uh, uh, just like I'm sure you guys probably don't hear it when I'm doing the show, but when I go back and listen to the, in the editing bay and I hear the fact that I come back from every segment with a, so we're back with this. So we're doing this. It's like the, like (laughs) verbal tics bug the shit out of me, especially when I start noticing them in myself. I hate that so bad. Oh yeah. Well, everybody's got them. It's just the way it so, works. So, what Jill Stein was saying is that uh, she, I am not actively practicing my religion. I certainly have a very strong sense of our moral and human, uh, what shall we say, fiber. Something that is spiritual, that is kind of beyond our actual grasp, that inspires me and gives me great faith in other people, and I'm making jack-off motions here, uh, and our <laughs> capacity to be more than the sum of our parts. So I don't fall in any particular religious box or conventional view. God damn it. Fuck you, Jill Stein. Ah. Uh. God. You know she believes in woo. She's fuck a woo woo. Hans Briggs. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just they bug the fucking living. They living just utterly bug the shit out of me. Like there's a guy at work that's yeah. starting to push homeopathy around the office, and I'm like, oh, fuck. oh, 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 god. Are you dumb? Are you <gasps> fucking dumb? <laughs> okay, see, religion pisses me off. Religion pisses me off, but not all religion says 
don't get medical treatment or they say it to varying degrees, right? Like mm-hmm. some obviously do, but then there's those woo woo assholes who are actively preying on the desperate and the sick and yep. they are actively killing people yep. by telling and... them not to go to doctors. I actually have a yep. friend recently. I'm so glad she filed for divorce. Um, mm-hmm. She had a seizure. She had a seizure. Okay, like fall on the ground, grand mall, bad seizure. Never yeah, had yeah, one before. Those are, yeah, those are had. not good. Yeah, her husband is a homeopath and oh, encouraged to the doctor. She didn't even go to the ER after. Yeah. Uh, no. If you have never yeah. had a seizure before, and you have one, especially if it's a bad one, you go to a fucking doctor. You go to a fucking neurologist and they will look at you and go, huh, well. <laughs> she's asked for I a mean, divorce. Uh, she's seeking treatment. Good. Good. Yeah, she's she's good. Her, her soon-to-be ex-husband, thankfully, can fuck right off into his nasty little <laughs> pit of suffering and bullshit. I, see, I, yeah. I really don't like religion for its cultural impl- implications and the oppression that it basically forces on populations, especially women and, and people of color. And um, I don't like religion. I really actually hate religion. I don't hate the religious, though. But I get really fucking pissed off at the alternative medicine crowd. They can fuck off. They're killing people. Oh, yeah. You should. That's... Oh, fuck. Okay. For some and yes, I know. Like... They're yes. killing people. I know. <laughs> yes. Okay. Not all of them. Uh, are we so, done with Jill Stein? We're done with Jill Stein. So we're going to move oh, into good. a Christian employer that recently caught favor with the court because they fired a transgender female for not wearing a suit at the place of business. So there was a district court that ruled that employers' religious beliefs trumped his employees' civil rights and the details of the case will infuriate you. This came also from the Friendly Atheist blog. Amy Australia Stevens, a transgender woman, has spent six years working as a funeral director and an embalmer in Detroit. In 2013, she told her colleagues and employers at RGNGR, fuck your company name if it's like that, ugh, Harris Funeral Home, that she would go through a sex reassignment surgery so that her outward appearance would match her true gender. The proper response would have been, we wish you the best, we can't wait to have you back at work, or, you know, this is none of my goddamn business, but more power to you. Instead, Mm -hmm. the owner fired her. Of course. And then later, Stevens filed a lawsuit against her employer with two specific allegations. One, that the company violated Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 64 by firing her for being transgender. Yes, you you can't be fired because of that. And they violated sex discrimination laws by saying that she was fired for refusing to wear a suit, which was a required a requirement of all male employees. Male. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Women don't get to wear pants. You know, those flexible, uh, more move movement-friendly, not really in suits. Yeah, no, pants but, are fucking I mean, horrible. it just... The they whole are, world they would are. be better if everybody just wore, like, dresses. If everybody yeah. wore sundresses, it'd be wonderful. No, yeah. seriously, everyone should be wearing skirts or dresses mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, if you have not men if worn a kilt, because I understand that we still it's have free. gendered clothing, which yeah. is fine. I mean, I understand that's still a thing, and it's fine. Yeah. Um, but it, you wear a kilt. Do do the thing. You will be glad God. you did. I just wish they weren't so expensive. Why are kilts so expensive? There's God a local kilt maker uh, here in Utah that makes yes, cheaper kilts. So. 
Low I demand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's see the the issue that was decided. Okay, so the the first part of the lawsuit about the, you know being fired for being transgender got thrown out, which that's another lawsuit altogether. But the sex stereotyping claim could proceed, and that's the issue that was decided in the federal court. Mm-hmm. So the as a female, if I was not allowed to wear a suit to work, I would be pissed because in ter- I know that we we call them pantsuits, which is really fucking stupid. Because yeah. they're a fucking suit. Yeah. Guys, yeah. their jacket matches their pants as well. So, um, But like, as a female, if I was fired for wearing a suit, I'd be so pissed off. I'd be so pissed off. Well, here's the, here's the fucked up thing about the whole court case is that the, the judge agreed that there was a solid argument that discrimination was in play here. And so it was Sean Cox, the U.S. district judge, but he also made it clear that RIFRA laws created religious exceptions to the rule. So the company mm-hmm. wasn't on the hook for doing anything wrong because of their religiously held beliefs. So the sooner we ah, can get Rifra pulled out, the fucking better. See, yeah, see, there it is. That judge was yeah. not on a constitutional case. They were ruling on a case versus the law. And the law has Rifra in it, which is unconstitutional as fuck. Mm-hmm. But that's not what that judge got to decide. This wasn't about the constitutionality. This was about the law. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the Fuck. fucked up thing, is that the, no the employer's faith, which compels them to make their men wear suits at work, was deemed more important than the rights of a female employee to not wear a suit. That's the fucked up thing. And that this kind of shit is just going to keep on happening until we get the, all these fucking stupid RIFRA laws out of, the con- out of state constitutions, out of s- everywhere. Just get rid of them. Speaking yeah. as Felicia, just, just Felicia, just Felicia, mm-hmm. vote for Hillary, you assholes. <laughs> a lot of people out there who I respect, and you're saying that you're going to vote third or fourth or twelfth party. I love you. Fuck off. Vote for yeah. Hillary. Yeah, that doesn't. Yeah. Okay, so the next one that we have going on here is we have a. This is kind. Of, it was kind of funny, terrible, sad at the same time. There was a mm-hmm. blood donor needed for a child in India, but only if you're from the right caste. Oh, for fuck's sake! So there, okay, and now the 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 tweet that came out from the from this company, well, it's a uh, crowdsourcing blood donation app called Blood Plus. Uh, what mm-hmm. puts out calls for people to you know donate in certain places if you can. Like, look, we need there's a high demand for this place. This person really needs blood and everything like that. So in order to save the life of a three year old boy, they put out a tweet that somebody had sent them information on, and the bad news source that they got the news from said that. Only Kama cast donors, O plus, you know, or O positive needed at this place and for a three-year-old child. And so a lot of people like started clamoring like, oh my God, really? You're going to bring cast into this and everything? But you have to understand, <sighs> this was an aggregate thing. They sent the request out and the app picked it up and it put it mm-hmm. out there. So it's not really the, the thing, in the, the, the app's fault itself. Yeah. But the fact that somebody no, thought it would that. be funny. Wasn't no, I wasn't going to. And the, the, app, like, and the shit was just going around. Like, then the person came. The person that makes the app says, "Look, thanks for bringing it to our attention. We've deleted it and advised no further retweets. It was an accident. There was mm-hmm. a tweet we sent out that mentioned cast, which is obviously wrong. This is human error and not deliberate. My apologies. Our group is neutral to religious, caste, political divisions. I trusted safe. Uh, I trusted requests that came in, and speed is key. Uh, safeguards from now on. So they they got a request. They put it out there as quickly as possible so people could donate blood." Not realizing they had sent this thing out with that information in there. So, 
And apparently the, uh, the, the people that put out the request that this app picked it up from is a prankster, a well-known prankster like news site in, in India. So, yeah. so when I first started reading the story, I'm like, man, what a bunch of fucking assholes. You saying you got to be a certain cast to donate blood. Then I started reading into it. And I'm like, Oh, well, yeah, I, I can <laughs> see that happening here. Only white donors only, please. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. God. Give it a couple of weeks. It's going to happen. I'm sure. I'm sure it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it happened today somewhere. I almost guarantee fucking to you it happened somewhere in the south today. <laughs> Let's see. We have a religious right leader saying that if the target boycott fails, Christians won't be able to pee anywhere. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know what? Fine. Okay. Yeah, don't go I pee don't in those care. bathrooms. That's fine. I'll, that's, I'll sully them fine. myself. <laughs> yeah. Women, I please pee. Ladies, you're prone prone to urinary tract infections. It's just a product of evolution because it didn't kill enough of us. It's the way it is. Uh, Please go pee. You have have doors on your stalls. (laughs) What goes on behind (laughs) that stall? Nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares at all. (laughs) It's not going to be the one that looks like a woman. It's not. It's not going to be the one who's dressing to try and pass as a woman. It's not going to be that one. It's going to be... It's going to be, one, some redneck asshole trying to prove a point by putting on a blonde <laughs> wig who does not look like he's trying. No. Or two, some predator who doesn't give a fuck. And guess what? That's incredibly rare. It's insanely rare. It's so, so rare. That just pee, please. What, what, right-wing leader, what right-wing leader could this possibly be? None other than the American Family Association's Sandy Rios. Oh, of course. And Gotta let's see. Rios told Breitbart, Breitbart News that the boy... Yeah, Breitbart. I can't believe that Breitbart is like an actual like up-and-coming big fucking news source nowadays for, for the uh, world because it is horrible. It is horrible it fucking is. news. You know why? Because it's the new alt-right. <laughs> no, because Trump hired a guy from Breitbart. Breitbart. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's his new campaign manager. Uh, let's see. The boycott isn't just about Target, but it's about scaring other corporations and governments so that they don't adopt similar policies and leave people like Rios with nowhere left to relieve themselves. Here's here's, here's your why. here's your religious privilege showing. You can go yeah. anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. You can go in the men's room. We've talked about this before. You can go pee oh, in the men's room. God. Guys will not give you shit for it. <laughs> no, no, they won't. Sandy, no. you can go wherever you want. If you feel so unfucking comfortable, you need to not be in civilization. You just need to yeah. go and fucking dig a ditch somewhere and pee in it. There you go. Bitch, I like BDSM. Are you comfortable peeing next to me? <laughs> Bitch, I'll pee on I'm you. I'm not saying which side <laughs> I'm I'm not saying which role I play. In fact, uh, so let's see. If she said, she said that if we do not keep the pressure on target, well, the pressure's on your bladder right now, on your yeah. <laughs> urethra, uh, this will quickly, and we know how major corporations are, they are scared to death of anything that isn't politically correct. This will spread like wildfire. Oh, and we will see, not be able to go to the bathroom anywhere. You see, it's not about being politically correct. Yeah. It's the fact that transgender people have money to spend, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Statistically not as much. Do. Statistically not as much, especially yeah. transgender women mm-hmm. of color. Well, yeah, because they keep getting fucking fired from their jobs because they weren't wearing pantsuits. <laughs> <sighs> uh, sorry. Oh, wait, I've got, I'm gonna I'm gonna one up that story though because this is the last one that we have before we go to break. Okay. Wait, 
conservatives awesome. are in a giant fucking panic because lesbian and transgender hillbillies are coming to take over red states. This comes from Raw Story. Oh, so, <laughs> Rush Limbaugh and other right-wing conservatives who have found what they believe is a plot by the Obama administration to infiltrate rural communities with lesbian and transgender hillbillies who will turn formerly Republican strongholds into Democratic majorities. Oh, you mean by being people and convincing them that they're not monsters? Yeah. So Media Matters reported on this past Saturday on the conservative media's reaction to the 15th annual Nationwide LGBT Rural Summit, which was held at Drake University in Des Moines, Iowa on August 18th. The event was co-sponsored by the USDA, you know, the United States Department of Agriculture, and the National Center for Lesbian Rights and is intended for a way to LGBT people living in rural areas to connect, network, and share resources because... You know what? No, let's 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 let lesbians have the farms because I'm going to be super stereotypical here. Um, they like animals, and they're also <laughs> they Fuck like you, X. and so they're probably going to be far more likely to have humane farming practices. You know what? Let's yeah. just put lesbians in charge of all of Tyson Chicken. Oh, just <laughs> lesbians, just lesbians. I'm just saying. We will still get the output, and it will be delicious, and it will be not cruel. Why do we got to give jobs to all them people from that island? Why are we giving it to all them Lesbos people? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the the freakout over the summit began at a conservative website called The College Fix, which mocked the summit and complained that it was a waste of tax money. Well, it is. (sighs) It is. And denied that LGBT people living in rural areas might face any special hurdles. Obviously, you've never been LGBT in a rural fucking environment. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> uh, by August 16th, the Washington Free Beacon picked up the story, wailing, uh, wailing that that's the article's word here. That's fucking <laughs> great. That the summit will enable, okay. and this is where the 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 right wing starts fucking like lifting off the ground and spinning its head around and everything here. So. <laughs> Uh, it will enable, quote, lesbian and transgender hillbillies how to get subsidies from the government. Mm. Government. <laughs> the all-day summit will teach them lesbian and transgender hillbillies how to get subsidies from the government like rural how, housing loans and community facility grants. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bullying will also yeah. be discussed. You know. <laughs> and then, oh, here he comes, here he comes. None other than Rush Limbaugh picked up on the story. Have you heard the latest Democrat scam? Have you heard yeah, about the, the the agriculture department's financial grants to lesbian farmers? I mean, you think I'm making this up? See, this is how they do it. <laughs> what the point of this is, folks, is not about lesbian farmers. It's that they're trying to do it to convince lesbians to become farmers. I'm like you. (laughs) It turns out, no, it just turns out that there's lesbians who want to be farmers that already existed. It's just, it's already a thing. I can't do that. That's giving me way too much blood pressure in my head. And I'm I'm starting to get like a head rush here. I I see why he does it all the time. (laughs) Dr. Law. (laughs) I'm like you. You do enough cocaine. I never do all that. I never knew in my life before that lesbians wanted to be farmers. <laughs> I never knew that lesbians wanted to get behind the horse and plow and start burrowing. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, because apparently horse we still plow? fucking plow the field with a horse and the, the ox with the fucking plow that you stand on, dude. That does not happen, Rush. Come on, man. 
but apparently enough money can make it happen, and the objective here is to attack. They're already attacking suburbs. Oh. <laughs> my suburbs is... <laughs> my, oh. my neighborhood oh, you, is you, under you, constant you, lesbian you, attack. Oh, you mean the neighborhoods that do a lot of volunteer and civic activities that raise the property prices of just everyone a, around them, and, a, and then oh. make like nice, friendly, safe neighborhoods that are usually quite worse? Just a non-stop caravan of Subarus going around the neighborhood. <laughs> oh, fuck. I make these jokes because I, I, I love my LGBT a- people. Oh. <laughs> I live, like, right in a gayborhood right now. It's delightful. Like, I just moved yeah. in, and it's, mm-hmm. it's delightful. Like, it is, yeah. That's a nice little area down there where you, where you are now. It's, it's lovely. And it's, okay, so it's not, like, that high income, right? Like, it's not like people around here are necessarily wealthy. I mean, there are some, but there's also some people, there's some not terribly wealthy people living in the area, but it's like quiet and peaceful and diverse. Yeah. It's delightful. It's, it's delightful. And there's a park. It's a major park. I'm not going to say which one. Yeah. Because, you know, but it's like right there. And I've got a credit and it's right off. Like, it's, I, I'm not going to say again, but it's amazing. I'm living like right in a neighborhood <laughs> and it's just. It's just neat. I just say the gays take over all suburban areas. Just so, let the gays have it. We'll fix gentrification, and we'll also help these people out financially. It's just great. Let's just do it. Limbaugh says, they never stop, folks. They're constantly on the march. They're con- <laughs> so, uh, like, Le- Lesbian and transgender hillbillies just marching through the neighborhood with their constantly. overalls. And- <laughs> they're, they're constantly <laughs> marching. Jesus Christ. The fuck? Really? No, Someone from they uh, never a, stop marching. A, a writer from the Wire says that lesbian farmers don't exist. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if that the chocolate milk I'm drinking was originally <laughs> obtained from a lesbian milking a cow. Things could really break down. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. <laughs> lesbian far really? Lesbian farmers don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this person oh. said, <laughs> and it's a long I fucking wanna, last name. Otherwise, I'd give you the yeah, name. No, I want to. I want to live in a guy's world. It's gotta be magic. Women don't do hard labor, guys. Oh, we're okay. soft. Hey. <laughs> we're soft. I had That's a right. uh, my my uh, one of my yeah. professors went off about that how it used to be equal power and the rights were divided very well between sexes back then because everybody would work in the field until automation well, came around and then it became to be like the you know the the guy would go and take the power well, he took the power and he went to work the field leaving the women and took their power it was a really interesting conversation well, and yeah no, no that's, that's actually that's, yeah, that's, that's actually yeah no uh, i mean through through the through most of history class. yeah 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 no it's anthropology it, it is through most of history uh work was shared and um, most people stayed near the farmstead, and you would have, in, in tribal situations, you'd have your warrior class, but really responsibilities were shared. Cooking wasn't considered a woman's job. Um, raising the children was everybody's job. Uh, like, it, it was one of those things. And yes, there were many women who were hunters and warriors. Yeah. It's just that a lot of times, uh, women, when they had babies, would choose to stay and breastfeed their own babies. Yeah. You know, like, the thing. And, and so... But not always, and not entirely. And if you look at some cultures, like this, the ancient Scandinavians, I'm talking Vikings for you colloquial people, um, <laughs> the whole family, the whole family, mom, 
like mom, husband, kids would go out on the Vikings. Like yeah. that's that's the thing. And so no, like these these hardline gender roles of what women do and what men do didn't really start to occur until the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. When men had to go find work outside of the homestead. See, and they my, had and and my anthropology professor was going even further back into, you know, instead of breaking the field by hand, you now had a plow. Yeah. And you had you yeah, know cows there. and no, horses really and stuff. So And so at that point but they still, said Oh, well, now that you don't need me to be out here in the field with you, uh, I'm going to go do my own thing. And the, so the man would just stay. Well, women, well yeah, and, and honestly, women would take on different projects. And, yeah. and this is where we actually get yeah. some wonderful um, writers, turn of the century. And then, yeah. and then uh, af- just after the Industrial Revolution, you start finding women going back into the workforce. You start finding women um, beca- in the 1940s, particularly just post-World um, War II, 1930s and 40s, women started leaving the household and having careers and being independent people. And, and, and in the United States themselves, they were actually treated as more equal and, and considered having, like, like their, the roles were not so, there was still, like, puritanical sex things. But still, women were considered perfectly capable of working, and that was normal. <laughs> yeah, because uh, there was that yeah. whole big demonstration of the fact that, uh, oh, yeah, women can run giant machinery shops. During the, well, during the 40s. I mean, yeah, that, that, was, was, that was World War II. Yeah. So, you know, early, yeah, then World War II, all the men go off to war. Women are like, well, we can fill these roles, right? Because they can. Yeah. Because of course they fucking can. And so they start taking on the factory jobs that had been traditionally held by men. Um, but but women had been working previous to that. Like, we don't want to think like women had only been homestead oh, before no, that. No, that, no. Yeah. that wasn't really the case. Um, and, and we have... Amazing, like women authors like George Sands and and uh, careful I'm forgetting her name. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> being like this, these concepts of women not doing hard labor and these the, these concepts of women not wanting to be farmers or some shit. That's <laughs> completely non true. It's so false that the idea that women only stay home and do soft women work is so recent. That it was the 1950s to now, and it's already a failed concept. It's completely and totally failed. It hasn't I just worked. It. I can read it. Work. Reading between the lines of what Rush and all these people are saying is like, they don't have a need for a penis anywhere in that house or on that farm? What? <laughs> Why is my dick not needed? <laughs> there it is. There it, it, is. Needed. it should be needed everywhere. It's in like a all plumbus. the places. Everybody needs a plumbus. <laughs> there should be it's, there should be no home without a penis. That's it's just their it. all lives matter. It's their all lives matter. All farmers matter. <laughs> all penises matter. All penises matter. That's, all genitals matter. We should, you should start have that. Representation of Oh my we should. God. We should start that. I could put that on 4chan. Oh man! <laughs> all penises matter. With three dudes, so <laughs> all dicks matter. <laughs> New T-shirt. <laughs> Hashtag all dicks matter. Okay, so that's it for news you missed. We're gonna go jump into a uh, an interesting little segment. Uh, you know how we. Anyway, I'll get to it here in a second. This is Utah Outcast. We'll be right fucking back. I'm Dustin. And I'm Wesley. We host the Atheist Nomads Podcast. We're godless geeks who take a skeptical look at... Politics, religion, science, technology, and history. 
We also interview leaders in the atheist, skeptic, and humanist community. Check us out at atheistnomads.com. That's atheistnomads.com. So I wanted to take a little bit of time with this... Um I don't know if you guys have seen this. This was a, a pretty trending thing that was happening on uh, Reddit R X Mormon, and there's a contract that missionaries are now being forced to complete when they return from their missions. Apparently, the church is hemorrhaging more people than they care to admit, and the most important members, you know, i.e., the the deeply religious young folk that ha- they're about to have kids, are quickly turning away in record numbers thanks to the internet and guys fighting against the Mormon Church. So. This is going to be the first in a segment that we're going to call You Oughta Know. And I have uh, scans of this document here. I mean, this was going to be like a Decalogue thing because there's ten parts to it, but I'm not going to go and look up all the all the fucking Mormon scriptures. I just don't want to. I have a, I have a quad over my left shoulder <laughs> back here on the wall somewhere, but I'm not going to go fucking get it because I was never good at scripture, Chase. <laughs> just kidding. I've never actually played it. So the first part, you know, it asks, it, it, here's what it says. It says something, something, stake, goal planning, and personal performance contract for returned missionaries. It has your name, the date, what mission you served, and what ward you're in. And part one, the very first thing they ask for you to talk about and do is obedience. Of course it is. So yep. this comes from First Samuel, and it says, to them that honor me, I will honor Trying to say, like, look, mm-hmm. uh, this is like Jesus saying, you take care of me, I take care of you, I. Right? Yeah. And so, it, my commitment, I will, and this is the, the bullet point list here, enroll and attend Institute Weekly. State classes are Wednesday night at 7 p.m., something, something. So, you have to enroll and attend additional religious fucking stuff, that even though you just got back from your mission. You will attend all Sunday meetings weekly. Which not gonna is, work. <laughs> which three not hours already for most people, it could easily go into four and beyond. Fuck. Look, you just sent these guys out for two years. Give them a fucking break. No, because that's how that... Satan gets you. <laughs> oh, jeez. Not... I've got a part that I'm waiting for. I, okay. I know it's coming. Uh, so. Okay, okay, okay. So I, I will accept a calling to serve in addition in addition to home teaching or visiting teaching, which is already a fucking big enough calling as it is. For those that might not know the terminology with the Mormon church, when you get a calling that is, you know, apparently God has told the church to tell you to do this job. Mm -hmm. When really it's just the bishop going, fuck, we need more people to do relief society. (laughs) (laughs) We need unpaid labor. We need more unpaid labor. Uh, give, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle, but home teaching is when somebody misses church, but they still want to get like the crib notes of everything. You send the home teachers. Yeah, kind of. Something or like is that. that visiting teaching? I can't remember. It's like the same thing. Okay, because uh, we get we get things all the time from the stake visiting teachers, especially from the neighbors trying to guilt my wife into rejoining the church. She's like, yeah. like thanks for the candy bars, but no, that's not going to happen. It's just no. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, the same thing yeah yeah so they want you to have I'm a waiting, calling I'm waiting for the missionaries to show up i'm waiting for the missionaries or home teachers or whatever to show up to my new house so they want, <laughs> to take, they want them to take a calling above that already so they're already going to be serving some sort of lay some lay responsibility right. in the church plus the home teaching visiting teaching plus something else on top of having to go to institute weekly and attend all sunday things 
They are uh, eating up every fucking second of your free time once you get back from your mission. Yeah. And they, they want, want you to <laughs> they want you to report your mission to the high council on so and so date kind of thing that's all blurred out here. Uh speak in sacrament meeting on so and so date here. Continue to dress modest modestly and act like a missionary. So we're now we're controlling your actions, your behavior, your your the way you dress, the way you look. Get to the best part. And uh, let's see. Part. Keep my temple recommend current. That's another one you have to do, so you have to jump through some more hoops. Mm-hmm. Honor my mission by living my life with integrity. Don't masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> masturbate. Every uh, missionary, please. Do this for yourself. Oh, yeah. and, like, and that sounds like a joke, but no, really, everyone should masturbate. Tug it, no, no tug really. It, yeah. Tug look, it. <laughs> look, look, your, your companion needs to do it, too, so you might as well just help each other out. <laughs> I, I yes. don't, I've yep. always heard the jokes where it doesn't count unless your balls touch. So it doesn't get, no, it doesn't. You don't even have, to, you don't, you don't have to look at each other. You just lay down next to each other and you just reach over and you know, it's, it's really just kind of like you're doing it to yourself. Just it's colder. <laughs> no, it's, not colder, yeah. but it's just, you know, it doesn't feel quite the same. It doesn't rumple in the right spots. Yes, Edge, I just are, you there. Having, are you having corpses jerk you off? <laughs> no, he's jerking corpses you off. Yeah, that, that, I was going to say vice versa there. <laughs> it's kind of hard to make a corpse do anything to you. <laughs> it involves all sorts of pulleys and rope and shit. And just... <laughs> you can form it around it and, like, and just up and down. Just some I've, baby I, I've got a special hand jig built for corpses. That <laughs> you put their hands in it, then it gets rigor. <laughs> or, or if you still have foreskin, then you don't even need the lube. It's just internet. It's just quick. <laughs> Let's see. They want you to attend temple regularly. <laughs> And they want you to attend the weekly RM return missionary something something TC classes at so and so stake center for four weeks. So they want you to like not come down graciously. They want you to stay as fucking hardline in this church as you possibly can be. Yeah, and it's disgusting. It's just really gross. Wow. So that's that's part one. That's just the obedience clause of this thing. Holy Jesus. crap! Yeah, Jesus. this thing this thing is ten parts long. That's why I gave you its own segment this week. So you really ought to know about this shit that they're making the return missionaries fill out these days. Part two, nurturing the blessings of the spirit from 1st Nephi 1019. The following (laughs) things I will do, then this will be quick. I will do to keep the influence of the spirit in my life. So they give you like five blank lines and they want you to fill it out for stuff that you're going to do to keep the influence of the spirit in your life. (laughs) Which that's code for something I don't know, but. uh, Yeah, I don't know. I will um, not look at my mom's panties and get a boner. <laughs> you know these guys got Sears catalog, you know, thing going on. That's me, though. I mean, I admit that one because that, that's the porn I had when I was a kid. I, it's the Sears catalog. Yeah. We didn't have the Internet. It took it took an hour and a half to download a, pic, a really bad <laughs> pixelated picture of Marina, uh, Marina Sirtis from Star Trek when I was a kid. That's <laughs> I spent an inordinate amount of time looking at the Victoria's Secrets catalog, not going to lie. My mom oh, looked Frederick's a Hollywood yeah, laying around. Oh, oh okay. shit, yeah. That was like gold. And, but the oh, thing is, man. 
I looked at gold sections. That was like my mom. Are you kidding me? She's like, are you kidding me? That was like my life. Like that was just part three. But Uh, yeah, you might recall on the, the patron show that came out last week or this past week that I caught my parents on video in the act of doing the thing. Uh Uh-huh. I've got more stories of parent sexuality stuff that I could bring up. So <laughs> I'm just saving on to those ones for a while. I can make a whole comedy hour based on my parents fucking. It just be <laughs> Yeah, no. No, that I mean I have some my mom's sexuality thing too and it's not yeah. a thing. Like whatever. So but part no, 3. Uh, oh, go ahead. My mom just didn't believe I was bi. Like when I first came out to her as a teenager, I'm like, <laughs> "Mom, I I like girls too." And she's like, "It's just a phase." And then, uh, and I, and I told you guys about this, like where I, second, I came out to my mom again, but it was again, mm-hmm. I didn't mention the part, um, was like, oh, Blonde Barista might be there. And like, I was, you know, mm-hmm. you, you guys remember Blonde Barista and the, oh, we the, remember Blonde Barista. Yeah. yeah. For reference, check and, episode um, four. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know and, the episode uh, number don't, I mean, go back and listen to that because we still have, them, but. we don't know. We don't know. Uh, but, uh, I was like, Ooh, Blonde Barista might be there. And like. I didn't elaborate because I f- didn't think about it. Yeah. And then she's like, she's a girl? And I go, oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the moment my mom started believing, oh, yeah, my daughter actually does like girls, too. <laughs> so part three is uh, seeking personal purity. That's You should be searching for that, too, Felicia, you dirty, you dirty, dirty bird. <laughs> Just kidding. So seeking personal purity from Moroni748. Why do they put the fucking... <laughs> like quotes in this thing like in parentheses make sure you read this section <laughs> i will associate and or i will associate with and date only people who share similar commitment to the live the principles of the gospel this is why i believe believe that commitment is so important there it is uh. they're worried about the sex they're worried about the fucking that's what it is. Because <laughs> back in the day, when I was 18 years old, and I don't know, I guess more fiery? Not really. No, I was dating <laughs> a return missionary. And I convinced him that premarital sex was not only okay, but healthy. And he decided he was going to have sex with me. And I hadn't decided that as well. And, <laughs> and he got mad But the, the thing is that they're worried about the fucking because they're worried that those return missionaries are going to meet some independent young woman like myself and they're going to, and those young women are going to be like, no, I actually really like fucking and I really, really enjoy that. And they're going to be like, hey, you don't feel bad? And they're like, no. And they're like, can I have sex with you? And they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> and, then, and then that's going to make question everything. They're going to enjoy it and they're going to be like, this might be an awesome thing. And I don't feel like we're going to hell for this. And they're, the girls gonna be like, "No, we're not. We're not going to hell for this. This is the world." And that's what it is. Or, or they're gonna meet the girl or guy, because huh? return missionaries can be either sex, and they're gonna and either sexuality or all the sexualities. And they're gonna be like, "Wait, so this isn't bad?" And they're gonna be like, "No." Do you feel bad? And they're gonna be like, "No." And they're going to be like, maybe you should think about your church. And they're going to be like, you're right. <laughs> you're <sick. laughs> They've taught and me all these years. That's what they're afraid of. That's what they're fucking afraid of. That's what they're afraid of. That's why they've got that clause in there, the dateful clause, because the fucking will turn everyone away because fucking is awesome. Especially consensual, fun sex, where you're not feeling guilty. It's red. 
<laughs> so they give you like a four line space to fill out. And this is like eight by 10 paper. So, I mean, it's like, it's normal size, like le- not legal document, but you know, the, the usual size you get for a printout. Mm-hmm. And it says, this is why I believe that commitment is so important. And they expect you to fill out like four lines of shit like that. And I don't know about you guys, but I've got, I've got tiny as fuck handwriting. So anytime someone hands me like a paper and they're like, <laughs> here, fill this out. And I'm like, oh God, this is like, you're asking me to paint the fucking Sistine Chapel because you've given me all this fucking space <laughs> to put what I'm going to write down. And I, it's, it, I had a, I learned lettering. I had a final, I I, my, my 2000 level English final that I had in college was a in-class paper that had to be eight pages long. Fuck that shit, first of all. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. And the worst part about it is I was there an hour after the, 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 the professor wanted to go. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I've, I'm only on page five. I can't wrap this up. I've, I'm going to be finishing writing this, like, whenever. <laughs> like, it was... Yeah. And I even tried to increase space and everything, but no. I, but anyway. First of all, you tiny writers, because I've actually had to try to decode tiny writer writing, fuck you. Mm-hmm. No, Love my you tiny writing is fucking beautiful, because you know what? It's not on the line. <laughs> you don't get it all don't mixed believe. up in that shit. I don't... Hand, whatever. Handwriting sucks. Second of all, uh, no, my handwriting is actually fairly large. Third, I actually learned lettering. <laughs> Took an interior design class and learned lettering. That was a, that's actually a surprisingly useful skill. I'm not gonna lie. And so, um, no, my writing when I do stuff like that is like fucking perfect, and it's so well spaced that I can. Oh, it's neat. I can fill in like people are like fill this whole thing in. I'm like in three paragraphs. You bet your ass. So what you're telling me, you have the, you have the, the the greatest words. You've got the biggest words. They're just the, the no. you just the... no no. I've no. got the bullshittiest it's... words. <laughs> but the letters are beautiful. They're beautiful. They are. They're just no, beautiful. they're not actually beautiful. Uses, no, they're dull, uses... but they're very legible. I've got the legiblest words. I got the legiblest words. The most legiblest words. But the legiblest words. <laughs> Part four. <laughs> Uh, personal power through preparation. Someone got oh, happy with their off, fucking alliteration there. <laughs> right. Personal power through preparation. Matt 633. You should not have a book in your holy book with the name Matt in it. Your alliteration is audacious. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. It's probably short for Matthew, I would assume. <laughs> I just realized that. Even then, fuck that book. <laughs> fucking neck-bearded fedora-wearing book. <laughs> so... Study and learn and become acquainted with all good books, tongues, and people. He wants to get acquainted with all them tongues. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a Doctrine and Covenant thing, anyway. Oh, yeah. What was my tongue in your tail? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So in this segment, they want you to to fill out another, like, six-line fucking Sistine Chapel thing here where my career and education goals are outlined below. Like, holy shit. <laughs> they're they, fucking twenty years old at this point now. They yeah. just back, yeah, they just got back from doing two years, God knows where, two years of of religious California. service, God knows where. <laughs> and hey, welcome back. What do you want to do with your life? I go fucking no. Let's, ma- let's make you, you answer know. this question right now, right fucking now. <laughs> look, look, look! I just got. I'm just getting over like the biggest culture shock of my life. 
this is coming across like a really desperate girlfriend. This is what this is coming oh, through. Yeah. Right? Or a really desperate boyfriend who's just clinging on like, so tell me, like, we just started dating, but what are your plans? <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a fucking minute. We're just having fun. <laughs> God damn. So, part five. Become a, becoming a disciple of Christ. The commitment I am making to my future spouse to prepare for our ceiling is, and they want you to fill out ah, those six lines here. Fuck. And, they're already pushing marriage. Yeah. And the, the next oh, line says, and it's, quote, marriage between man and woman is essential to his eternal plan from the family proclamation. They cite their fucking wall hanging. <laughs> for... <laughs> I'm just going to go keep it going. They just keep... Yeah. I'm just going to go over here and masturbate, and then tomorrow I'm going to have sex with my boyfriend. <laughs> not okay? Can we do that? Can we do that? No, it's okay. Uh, part six, seeking faith, uh, or sorry, seeking virtue affirms a commitment to holiness. Seeking virtue affirms a commitment to holiness. What the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Okay, so seeking virtue, you're looking for somebody who is uh, is a, not a freak, I guess, or something like that. I don't know. Affirms. Oh, so not it, a slut. Yeah, not a slut. Oh, it okay. affirms okay, a commitment to holiness. So let's, let's cut the bullshit, okay? The vast majority yeah. of missionaries returning home are men. Yes, women can technically go on missions, but they are by and far not the majority. They don't have the same uh, these superpowers are either. towards men. So when they talk about virtue, they're talking about virgins. Oh. Female. Oh, code words. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Oh, and here it is because it says underneath it, the attributes I des desire most in my future spouse are four lines long. Four lines long. Four lines long. <laughs> I fucking knew it. Fucking knew it. Oh, my God. Oh, my. We're getting there. Yep. We're, ra we're rounding the base. Part seven. Uh, Loving God by honoring and respecting those whom he has provided to love me. Wow, that's a, that's abusive what? relationship bullshit right there. Oh, shit. Loving God by honoring and respecting those who he has provided to me. God gave me these good people in my life, so I will honor and respect those. That's the same kind of shit that's caused my mom to think that she can't be pissed off that her parents beat her when she was a kid and did horrible shit to her. Like, because you're supposed to honor your father and mother. No, no, you don't have to. No. <laughs> No, you actually don't. You don't. It's a two-way street. <laughs> it's not one way. It's two-way. <laughs> God, this is incredible for for a religion that puts so much emphasis on Personal on agency freedom. or yeah. free agency, as they like to call it. Ugh. They're doing. They're doing oh. a. They're doing a they're, lot of lot of really strong arming against that. But you were a Mormon. You know how this goes. They talk about free oh, agency. There's uh, <laughs> cultural guilt and. And pressures to make to form oh, yeah. you into what you're doing so that your free agency chooses what they want you to do. Oh, so yeah. oh yeah. of course, yeah. Free agency every fucking day. Oh yeah. I had a okay. guy that I worked with. He we we started talking about um, Mormonism and how I'm atheist and everything and how I don't believe because I don't see the evidence and everything like that. And boy, he got really pissed off when I started espousing what he is supposed to believe that you know it's not something they talk mm -hmm. about in polite culture but you know they talk yeah. about it in the church you know mm -hmm. i'm like well i know you guys think that Christ like regular christianity and everything else is the whore of well you think the catholic church is the whore of babylon and he's like what? <laughs> well like, no that, I thought that's that's, that's your guys's words <laughs> that's not mine yeah. 
I've, n- I've never said that. I'm like, no, you don't have to. I just know that that's the standing. <laughs> well, I don't think we'd put it so roughly, but you, um, yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> Mormons have to be nice. They have to be well, nice. They have to pretend to be nice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that. No, 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 part- no, 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 no. One does not pretend to be nice. Nice is the outward behavior. Kindness <laughs> is internal. Now, if you want to listen to that kind of stuff, go listen to the Matt Dillahunty thing that's coming out on <laughs> Godless Revolution. Yeah, Knowledge is a subset of belief. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so for that part seven, he they want you to list my parents and siblings can expect the following from me from this point forward in my life. <laughs> I'm going to put on paper what people can go. Yeah, yeah, see, you didn't buy me a Christmas present this year, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you said here on this contract you were going to. You said you were going to do the dishes. <laughs> I do the dishes every, every day guy. for the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> I'm going to make up religion, I'm going to make up for 2 years worth of not doing the dishes for my family. Part 8. Elevating my life by developing positive life habits. Ugh. <laughs> this makes me tired thinking about Not that. God damn it. To, can, to, to continue to grow spiritually in my life, I will do the following on a regular basis. Dot, 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 whatever it is. Regular a temple attendance means dot, 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 dot. And then this has my financial goals include tithes and offerings. And they give you a of blank to write course. down there. Your savings goal and a blank there. And your debt avoidance and something to put there. There it is. It's oh, always It always Pocket comes book. down to mind. Pocketbook. <laughs> yep. And so as we're about to finish this thing up here, we have section nine that says, yeah, there isn't section nine. Learning to respect and seek the divine promises the Lord extends to all who earnestly seek him. Learn how to make shorter fucking titles, you piece of shit religion. Jesus no, Christ, No, man. no, X. If they make sure they might be easily understood and therefore called out as bullshit. Oh, they're, yeah. concise. They're, they're, concise. Specifically using, they're specifically using manipulative language that can be difficult to interpret so that it can be used against them. Oh, my God. That's exactly what they're doing. Of course they want to use subtitles for fuck's sake. <laughs> so it, it gives you all of these. It says, I have read each of the following scriptural promises that the Lord makes to those who honor commitments. And it lists a whole bunch of them. And I'm not going to read them out to you. But yeah. and then part 10, the last one here, it says, my commitment and the support of those who love me. So the return missionary has to write, sign their name and date it. The parents or parent has to sign it and date it. The bishop has to sign it and date it. And then the stake president has to sign it and date it. And it says, note to returning missionary, when this document has been completed, please make one, one in parentheses, copy for each of the following. Parents, bishop, and stake president. So we can keep it on your file and fuck you over if you're not doing the right things that we think that you should be doing. Man, this religion, god damn it. If people are wondering how cultish the Mormons can be, very fucking cultish, man. Yeah. There it is. Get out. Uh, Get out. So, yeah, you ought to know. And you ought to be running for the fucking hills. Please, please, please. I can hear hear somebody saying, but this isn't enforceable in a court of law. 
You're right. It's not. That's not who they're it's trying not. to enforce. It it's enforceable in a court, a court of love with these people, though. <laughs> That's yep. what they always call it, a court of love. We're about to kick you out of our religion, and we're about to guilt the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, holy shit. I, you know, I... <laughs> this is just... No, that's just fucking wrong on so many wrong. levels. It's just the it's guy getting back. Absolutely. Wanting to try to pick yeah. up the pieces of what he left behind. Yeah. After being brainwashed for two years and not being able to be by himself. You are not allowed to be by yourself for two years. Yeah. So this I'm is this is how imagine they, that. <laughs> yeah. This is this is how they're fighting the kids who go out, leave their home for two years when they're uh, used to be at nineteen, but now I think they, they, they left dropped them, down no, to eighteen. 18. Yeah. They dropped down to eighteen. 18. So eighteen year old eighteen year old kids are leaving, and a lot of them go to other parts of the world they never even imagined going to they've suffered major cult- culture shock they've they're, been ex- they're taught only they, enough language <laughs> yeah they're they're taught only enough language to to work within their their evangelical mission they don't know slang and, they don't know <laughs> yeah they don't know slang i mean they pick up they pick up quite a bit I I know and I have talked to a lot of return missionaries who the sec as soon as they are exposed to, to these different cultures, these different ideas, these different values, uh, really start to question things. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're out of the fucking... Yeah, they're 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 out of the bubble, and yeah. as soon as that's why they send them out in twos. <laughs> Yeah, because you can't possibly have someone, you know, getting into the missionary's head with all that crazy belief of, you know, there is no God. <laughs> yeah, and they shuffle them around. I don't know. Oh, we need to get moving. We need yeah. to move from this location. <laughs> you don't you don't go out and you don't spend two years with the same person in exactly the same place. Yeah. You get shuffled around a bit. Especially if you're a so, piece of shit. <laughs> they shuffle you around yeah. a lot more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you're problematic, they put you with somebody who's, you know really really complacent yeah okay so we're gonna go ahead and jump to our next commercial break and we will be right back with everybody's favorite segment (laughs) fun with real audio we will be right back this is x this is kyle and this is felicia we'll be right back hi this is dan ryan and matt with the godless revolution podcast we've had a lot of great guests on this show such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. All right. Welcome to Fun with Real Audio. This is one of our greatest and all-time longest-running segments we've ever done on this show. I mean, Christ, I think we haven't we haven't done an episode that hasn't had fun with real audio, have we? All right, I know because I know, it's fun. I know real well, audio the, does to me. This so first one's not going to hurt you. It's not going to sure? hurt you too much. Yeah, this okay, one's all right I'm because one drink. I'm pouring one drink, and then this is going away for the night. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've heard that before. Fucking lush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you've never heard me say that. I've... Oh, you've heard say is i'm drinking more that's all you've ever heard me say so shut the fuck up love okay. you 
So Dob- yeah, the Dobsons. Good. Everybody right. knows who the Dobsons family are, don't you? You guys know who the bo- like uh, what's his name? Uh, James Dobson, Shirley Dobson. Those names nope. ring a bell to anybody? Nope. Well, they're responsible for the Family Research Council. Oh, shit. I know that okay. name. And yeah. they're also responsible for Focus on the Family. Oh, oh shit. So okay. anyway, they, they they want to let you know who they're endorsing in this political race. And it's... Of course they do. It's just terrible. Here we go. Oh, come Hi, on. I'm Dr. James Dobson, and I know that many of you are deeply concerned, as I am, about the direction our country is headed. Sounds like such a made-up voice. We're losing ground as a nation every day. And that's why I've decided as a private individual to endorse Donald J. Trump for President of the United States. Big surprise. I believe he and his running mate, Governor Mike Pence, will provide the leadership this nation so desperately needs. Most Uh importantly, Mr. Trump has promised to nominate conservative justices to the United States Supreme Court. That's all they care about right now. I hope you will join me in voting for Trump and Pence on November the 8th. No. Now it's Shirley's turn. No. Now it's Shirley's turn. Here we go. Oh, good. I am sure. Shirley Dobson. As a Christian mother and grandmother, I am very concerned about That's our That's all country. you got going for you, huh? I'm supporting Donald Trump <laughs> because I think he is the best choice to defend religious liberty, protect the unborn, appoint Supreme Court justices, and keep America safe. I pray that you will join me, too. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Because <laughs> it's not well, really to the back is what I'm saying. Okay, oh, I'm sorry. For the podcast people there, you weren't watching yep. the video. I yeah. was pretending to take a dick, and then I deep-throated it, but it didn't get to the deep throat. Ah. Uh. Yeah, that was that was the miming. <laughs> Gets to that weird, thick, ropey spit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that even funny mime bit? Actually, that's a really uh. funny mime bit. This is really funny. <laughs> It's really fucking funny. Like, you're like, okay. Go watch it on YouTube, people. Come on. Yeah, it'd be funny. It'd be funny. That's funny. <laughs> like, then it doesn't hit the back of your throat, so you're like, okay, so I'll tickle the balls? I don't know. Like, that's funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I mean, oh. nobody really should give a fuck what the hell the Dobsons are doing. But unfortunately, no. with Christians, they are authoritarian. They love to look up to people to tell them what to do. Right. I have this many monies. What should I do? Well, give me half those monies and then do what I tell <laughs> you to do. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. God loves me, right? Yes, God loves you. <laughs> I yeah. What? Who? Are, why do these? Why do their opinions matter? Because they. As a church, they can't come out and say vote for this person, or like of a ministry, they, they can't. can't. They can't say vote for these people. So they said, as private individuals, mm-hmm. we are we are endorsing these people. Right, but uh, I'm sure fair. I'm sure they communicated that uh, through their private channels instead of through their, you know. As Felicia Entwistle, this is Felicia Entwistle speaking. Um, Mike Weinholz is awesome. <laughs> God damn it, Felicia. <laughs> Just saying. So that's, that's, no, how you, that's how you get out of it? That's how you get around it. That's, that's, that's how we get around it? <laughs> yeah, no. Hey. Hey, works this for me. This is important. No, I you guys. Like Mike. <laughs> I actually, I can't condemn this for them, th- this at all. I actually can't. Sorry. Nope, 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 nope. 
as somebody who serves on the board of a nonprofit, and I want to be very fucking clear that this nonprofit does not endorse anyone. And we have never, ever, ever given any money nor done any work for any political candidate ever. Um, me, myself, me personally, me mm. just acting as an individual. The words, voices, and yeah. opinions of Felicia Antwistle, Kyle Stanley, <laughs> and Christopher Reed do not reflect in any <laughs> way, shape, or form our respective employers or nonprofits <laughs> or people that we are affiliated with thereof. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do we, need we to have to have a disclaimer. I, ha I actually do need to start getting boilerplate fucking disclaimer stuff ready. Now because <laughs> because sooner or later, thanks to our, our loving people out there, I am going to have to file an LLC to keep the taxes away because God damn it. <laughs> no, please keep supporting the show. Please keep supporting the show. But we're going to get to that here in... We're going to get to that little bit right before we end up the show because I had to buy something this week. Ugh. Anyway, let's uh, let's finish up with the Dobsons. Uh, that's all they had to say. Uh, final words on them, anybody? Uh, other than they're, you got to protect I, the unborn. Protect yeah, the unborn. protect that clump of cells. Nobody cares who they're endorsing. Really, protect that tonsil uh, stone. <laughs> but their reasons for the their reasons for endorsing him are so shallow, <laughs> and they don't. I just, I've, I've never understood why uh, people. I, I can get why people support people in the, the Supreme Court, but th at the same time, it's like if these judges were as you know fair as they we hope they to be, they are to be. We wouldn't need to worry about who's in who's in place, you know, to to vote for these people. It shouldn't be a matter. This should not be a partisan person at all. It should be a middle of the line kind of judge. But unfortunately, that really doesn't exist judges are not they're people so they're fallible yeah. just like we are so right they are all right that's it for the dobsons neat you might want to report that shot felicia because the next one that we have up here is jim baker who wants to warn it. us who wants to warn us to not blaspheming god on election day Ooh, let's do this Ooh. <laughs> every day every fucking day Every day with Jim Baker. The history books have been and are being rewritten. That's right. Our nation. I see yeah, it every day. I'm in. I, I'm in agony. I'm in prayer. I'm an intercessory every hour of every day. To God save America. God save America. <laughs> this next election can determine. The full direction of this country, whether we are going to blaspheme God Almighty, the one who founded America. God gave America. God opened America. God caused it to be founded. And, and literally, the, the Jewish people are 50-50, 50% in America and 50% in the Holy Land. God established America. But 9-11 was, I believe... Where God let his hand come back. What, wait, and a warning what? to this nation to turn back to God. So what was he saying about rewriting history? <laughs> yeah, no shit, really. I, I don't God. even know what he means by, you know, 50% are in the Holy Land, 50% are here. It's like, um, I don't think you know how percentages work there, Jim. You know? I don't, yeah, I don't <laughs> think he... any sense to me. 
<laughs> uh, he well, he clearly one doesn't know how history works <laughs> and how facts work. And or... you guys didn't get to you didn't get to see the video, uh, but he was showing a picture and and giving us a description of nine eleven. In case you forgot what nine eleven was, people. I mean, <laughs> what I mean, you mean like Rudy Giuliani? Oh, there it is. Don't there it is. Don't jump ahead. <laughs> no, I just I love the the porn sounds we were getting from the background from his you know his his flavor flav type person his hype person out there. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. Mm. God loves cock. <laughs> Oh my God, man! The, the, he wants to say that God gave us America. No, 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 we didn't. If God wanted to give somebody no, anything, no, 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 no. He said specifically God founded America, and I'm pretty sure uh, we have all the documentation that that's not fucking true. That's definitely not true. Mm-hmm. But my point, the 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 important point from what I'm trying to get to here is that if the guy really wanted to give somebody something. Why does he have to work through all of this other shit? Isn't he of the omni-everything kind of thing? Can he do, <laughs> say, make, you know, anything happen? I mean, technically he should be able to break his own fucking physical rules of this universe, too. So, he can make a bean burrito too hot that he can eat. So, I don't know. He can make a round, cir- I mean, a square circle. <laughs> it all depends on which apologist you're asking. Depends on what the definition because, is is with these people. Well, so. Yes, well, <laughs> many of them. Many of them are now fond now fond of saying, "Oh no, he can he can do he can do anything with within the realm of the universal rules that he made. He can't break his own his own laws of the universe <laughs> that he made." Why So even though he even though we say he did, uh, he he can't anymore. He decided to be a law-abiding, omnipotent deity. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm looking at some of the comments that people made on the YouTube channel for this video, and he's like, "He's right. America must turn back to God. Get back on your knees and pray." And some something. And one guy is like, "Yeah, I do not get down on my knees for any for often for anyone. They do for me, however. My favorite thing to do with guys." And it's a guy making this comment. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then there's another guy that says, you can use the empty buckets to poop in. That's what Jimmy says. Oh, wait. <laughs> Will I still have to poop when the rapture takes me? I'm so confused. <laughs> the buckets are dual purpose. Do a- Mommy, Daddy, do angels poop? I don't know, kids. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Jim Baker. Yes, they, swear, yes, they do, no, and it eat. tastes like that sugar cookies. Terrible. That's what snow is. That's <laughs> <or> something. <laughs> snow is angel jizz. Man. All right, that's it for him. Well, Kyle had to ruin it in the last segment, but he wanted to talk about Giuliani. And so I, yeah. I do have him on the list. So let's see what <laughs> Mayor Giuliani has forgotten about recently. I mean, you would think he would know this kind of thing. Mike Pence understands this from his time both on the Foreign Affairs Committee, from his... Very, very timely visit, which I remember, to Ground Zero when we were in desperate need of help. He was, Pence there. was there. Pence was there, okay. And from his work on ju- d- Judiciary d- Committee d- 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 and helping to <laughs> fashion the Patriot Act. By the way, under those eight years, before Obama came along, we didn't have 
any successful radical Islamic terrorist attack in the United States. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Mayor Giuliani, really? Really? You want to you go with that one, do you? You want to say that there was not a single terrorist attack prior to Obama being a president? <laughs> is, is he is he trying to say in the time between 9-11 and 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 Obama being elected? I, he I, mentioned cause... ground zero in that very speech. What the fuck is he even saying? There's just what the I'm just I mean, I'm what the what, what the fuck? Totally <laughs> <laughs> is, was he trying to pull a Donald Trump where he was like, I'm going off teleprompter, I'm just going to speak from the mind and be a complete idiot? Fuck well, you, Giuliani. Well, how could you be so stupid as to even think that you you missed out on the big one? Like, that you were there for. Like, you were the mayor, you were the guy sitting in the office going, oh, fuck, there goes the Twin Towers. You, know, How do you forget <laughs> that? I, that doesn't make Fucking hell! <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, we could probably go longer, but that was only like a thirty-second clip, and I just—I yeah. needed to play it just to get people's going, face palming, slapping their head kind of thing because that's just honestly one of the most ridiculous fucking statements I've ever heard from somebody before. Ever, yeah, and he, ever, he's, yeah. And he's talking about specifically—he's talking specifically about uh, Islamic terror. Does he not remember that someone else tried to bomb the Twin Towers, like in what ninety three or something like that? I can't remember when it was, but yeah, I mean the only thing I can the only thing I can think of that was going through his head there is that he was trying to say between the time after after nine eleven up to the election. Oh, and I'm sure there was something that, there. <laughs> I, we I, had Fort I'm, Hood. Yeah, Fort, there was the Fort, Fort Hood well, shooting. Oh, that was a shooting, not a terror attack. Now they're playing with their own words. Now they're mincing their own words up. Yeah, of course. Well, of course they are. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Of course they are. can't they be are. honest and about <laughs> They're pointing out radical Islamic terrorists. They're not even... He's, he's just completely pretending that there's no such thing as domestic terrorism. Of course there's not. Uh, that domestic happen. Christian terrorism, which does exist. Yeah. 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 All right, the final one that we have for you guys tonight, we have Alveda King, who who apparently doesn't like Hillary Clinton very much. I mean, nobody on the extreme right does, but she's got some, some directed words towards Mrs. Clinton, and here we go. Mrs. Mrs. Hillary Clinton recently said, I am paraphrasing, but look it up. She said, basically, Christians and religious people in America need to set aside their religious beliefs and serve secular humanism. And in no. that point, she was <laughs> she saying say abortion that. or Listen the thing to the crowd. with ISIS. We can't do that. And she really has said, we're going to have to learn in America to set aside our religious beliefs. And so I was saying, what she's really saying is, oh, here we go. in the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge fucking and jump. she actually did say that. Uh, her running mate uh, for the vice president. Tim, is, it's a very deceptive thing, so I pray that people are really listening. He'll even say, oh, I personally am not for abortion, but I'm going to uphold the law of the land. Mm -hmm. oh, Knowing that if you she can appoints those Supreme Court mm -hmm. justices, no. they will open yes. the borders, 
Uh, more uh, terrorists will come mm -hmm. across the borders. There will be more disrespect to Israel. Yes. The issue of marriage and family will further degrade. Uh, more and more money will go to Planned Parenthood. That Fuck this lady. And we've got more of her yeah. coming up. But Damn it. Yeah. What good, what gain do the, do the lefties, uh, according to these people, get when they open the border to let more terrorists come in? I don't understand what they think the end game for, you know, us allowing supposedly something like that to happen. I, I, I don't. There's, yeah, there's, there's no advantage. And no there, advantage. There is, and he, he, she went off on Kane. There is a difference between liking something and, you know, upholding the law. You can be completely against abortion, but couch it as a, look, this is the law of the land. I'm not fighting for it to be taken away. I don't think it's a great thing, but you know what? The law of the country says you can do this. Right. Just like how I Mormons... If, I, used to, I used to be... I've always, I've always called myself pro-choice, um, but I used to say that uh, life began at conception because, I mean, technically... Actually, life begins way before conception, technically true. Like, all <laughs> eggs are alive. Life began yeah. 4 point something billion years ago. <laughs> true. Um, but, I mean, like, in my in my limited scope of, of knowledge, I used to say, well, yeah, I mean, you are mixing genetics at that specific moment. Yeah. And mm. But I also used to say that, eh, sure, it's your choice, though. And I used to say that it was immoral, but not, like, to the level of murder, which is stupid. Because yeah. it's not. It, abortion isn't immoral. Not even close. No. No. Mm. no so, um, but, yeah, I mean, I used to be like that, but I always was pro-choice. I, I, I used to, I, I signed up to volunteer for Planned Parenthood. Of course, they ended up only calling me months later when I was at work. <laughs> but, you know, it's the thing I did. Like, I've, I've always supported Planned Parenthood. I've always given what I could. Uh, so, yeah, you, you can be both pro-life and pro-choice. That's, that's actually the same thing. I mean, you could prefer for the baby to be born. You could prefer for that. But the thing is, you're not saying yeah. that you demand it from every woman. Right. Right. There I, is I, never, I, did, I didn't equate abortion with murder. I never did that thing. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't. I was like, it's not though. I mean, I did say it was life, which is again is technically true way before they're conceived. So, like way before sperm meets egg, it's still life, according <laughs> yeah. to biology. But, but yeah, Plus but even stuff. even you know even even then, unless you are a ooh god, what is it? Jainis Jainism? Oh yeah. So un, un, unless you're to that extreme, I you already qualify or, or put different values on, on life. On what you, yeah, you, you have, yeah, you have no qualms about using antibiotics, uh, washing your hands, using squashing, a, squashing a bug. Yeah. What's the difference? I, I regularly save worms from the rain, but <laughs> I'm not As doing do it for I. some great yeah. moral purpose, but like, I'm like, you know, I bet you that worm really appreciates this. Their worm doesn't fucking know, but... <laughs> I'll save a spider before I save an earwig. Fuck off. Are you yep. kidding me? Spiders. <laughs> not, it's not even spiders a question. All bugs matter. Hey. <laughs> no. 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 Man, top predators. 
matter. Your dragonflies, your ladybugs, your spiders. Yeah. Apex predators Those matter. Is that what matter. you're saying? <laughs> yes. So you get to keep the A word your at the beginning predator. too. So. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a lot of t-shirts in our store. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's it for our Phone with Real Audio. We're going to jump to our final commercial break and be back with our highs and lows because I've watched both guys, both of you guys yawn. So it's it's time to be wrapping this one up. We will be right back to finish up the show. This is Utah Outcast. This is Kyle, Felicia, and X. Be right back. Looking for something new and exciting? Or maybe just a change from the old Atheist Show format? Cellar Door Skeptics Podcast provides listeners with hours of enjoyment each week on Spreaker and iTunes. Check us out as we talk politics, religion, science, reviews, books, and music, along with the occasional interview just for a twist. Join Christopher Tanner and Chris Hanna every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern as they bring fresh content to you. Walk with us through the cellar door as we help you prepare for the revolution. You can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and even on Facebook. Okay, so we're back for the final segment of the show, which, um, as we don't have a guest, because I've I've been lazy, I I would get more guests, but we recorded a weird hour, (laughs) and it's hard for us to... (laughs) To especially get people on the East Coast to want to do this crazy ass show, but it's a—I uh, mean, we we like talking with each other. I mean, this is this is therapy for me, really, and I'm glad people out there really enjoy listening to it. So, what we're going to talk about for our final segment is we're going to do our highs and lows. I mean, unless you guys want to just do a high, and I'll start things off like I normally do. My high point for this week was a weird cross between my oldest going back to school finally. And I got a weird, weird ass job interview. Um, for for those that don't haven't guessed or known already, I work with the federal government, and the level that I was interviewing at, they don't give you an interview where they ask you questions. You go into a room after after sitting out in the lobby for about twenty minutes, looking at a list of questions they give you, and writing down all sorts of crib notes, and then when you finally go into the interview, they're like, "Okay, welcome, hi, yes, we're glad you're here. Please go ahead." And so you have to sit there for like 15 minutes selling yourself to these people and relating it to the handful of questions they gave you before you started. They don't say anything to you. They just look at you and then they look down at their pad and they write shit down. It is so goddamn weird, but it felt good because doing the show, I'm able to bullshit for quite a long time and I could just keep it going and going and going and going. So that was kind of fun. Oh, so the, my low point for this week was having to pay money, hard-earned money, actually not that hard-earned, uh, to buy something from the Living Waters Ministries. I bought the Ooh. Atheist Delusion movie because you guys, uh, you, the patrons out there have demanded it. And we're going to have to offset that somehow. It was 20 bucks. I'm going to have a bottle of wine. Well, and I'm going to walk away yelling. I put, the, like, I put them on my... Lovely. I put them on my Google Drive, so I'll be sharing them with you two guys here pretty soon. <laughs> but, it, okay, so it was 20 bucks, and I feel dirty for buying it, but at the same time, they do give you your value. I mean, value is a is a hefty, hate, uh, like, weighted mm-hmm. word here, because it's not very valuable yeah. at all. But they gave me, like, three other books, along with the movie, in standard and low def. They offered me like all sorts of discounts and stuff. I wanted to buy something else, and I'm like, no, no, I really don't. But it, when I was at the checkout 
for buying this shit. And I gave myself the most like the most atheist name I possibly could at the <laughs> store. I'm like, I'm X the Unholy, you know. And they're like, Hi, X the Unholy. We see that you were interested in this book. Would you like to buy this one? I'm like, No. And then they said, Would you like to give money to our charity? And I'm like, What charity no. is this? I'm like, no. you want to give money to the ministry? No. no. No, is it possible to give negative monies to you, please? <laughs> I would love to give get the twenty bucks back. And I'd feel bad, but you guys donated it and we're gonna be fucking watching it, so <laughs> means don't you dare, don't you dare buy this film. No, just I, email I, me. And... <laughs> That's mailbag at utahowcast.com if you want your very own copy. <laughs> <laughs> which I will not give you. I will totally not give you a copy no. of this movie for free. I do not support piracy at all. No, no. That is against the law. Never. I would never, ever just link you to the Google document that I don't have that has that in there. I will not do that. Nope. That is against yep. the law. We would never, ever never. advocate so for torrenting certain things. You can't find it. I, I mean... Nobody I, wants it. Nobody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for me for this week. What about you guys? Oh, uh, so uh, a nice low point. Um, I'm apparently now at an age where that's terrible. Uh, nice low. <laughs> yeah, you can, you you can like fuck up your nerves in your hand by just sleeping on your arm wrong. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> No, I've got a pinched nerve in my elbow, which makes half of my hand just numb. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, which really, Ooh. really sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a big deal. It it usually kind of corrects itself once everything pops back into place. But yeah, it can take like weeks. Oh, God. <laughs> that reminded me, because I, I, I wanted to bring up another little point. I forgot to write it down on my notes. Being in a family with four other ladies and not having any kind ah. of like guy to relate to because one of them really tagged my balls earlier today, like really hit them really fucking hard. And I'm like doubled over in pain and like, Oh God, this fucking hurts. Oh fuck. I'm oh, just really in a bad mood and cranky. Cause my kids <laughs> hit me and my wife's like, just walk it off. I'm like, you don't have them. You don't know what it is. And I understand. He grew up, he, uh, no, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of males in our house. Like he he lectured me on what it was like to be a male and mm-hmm. that we don't like he never he never he never said like it was superior to females. No, cuz my dad No, 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 nothing like that. Right. No, but like he grew up he, he grew up in a house of females. There was more females than males in the house I was in as a kid after yeah. they were my parents were divorced, but uh no, he he took a stand and said that is not okay. Yeah. And since that moment I went, "Nope, he's right." We don't do that. We don't do that to men. No. <laughs> I just can't get any it's empathy. I can't funny. get any empathy from any of my ladies in the house because they don't know. <laughs> they don't get it. Yeah. No, I don't get it. I don't know what it's like to be hitting the balls, but it's not funny. No. Uh, and that's not to say it, that women don't share their own unique pains that guys mm-hmm. will never understand. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that getting it a quick. It can be funny. It can be funny, but it can be funny when girls hit their cooch too. So, but like only when it's accidental and nobody's trying to hurt you or, or, or if the guy consents to being like hitting the balls, that can also be funny. Or like Dan and I have, have both, you know, admitted to each other, not like in private chats or anything like that, but 
being being men that are aging or you know mm-hmm. we're we're appreciating in value as I like to think we are. Uh, I've gotten out of my car one time when I wasn't wearing when I was going commando, <laughs> and I've got bucket seats in my car, mm-hmm. like I've got a, a sporty seat in my car, mm-hmm. and you try to get out, and next thing you know, you're scooting out along the seat, and the the bolster in it just <laughs> holds onto your nuts while you're like getting out, and so they ended up they end up like smacking the bottom of your ass, and they get pinched, and it, it's, it hurts really fucking bad. You're like sitting on your own nuts. It's terrible, guys. It's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, that is yeah. They get stretchy yeah. when you get older. It's fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can you can you can sit on them. Yes. yes. I watched my sister. Uh, I watched my sister run into a, a street sign pole. So and that was funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> funny. But I'm, I'm saying it's not funny to intentionally hit a guy in the balls when he's not expecting it, intending mm. to call hate. That's not funny. That's not funny. It's funny all the other times it hurts because, like, there's been times when, uh, one time when I was a teenager and I was really hormonal, like, I was, I was, like, 13, and it was just super hormonal, and I got spooked by a sound in my room. Uh, me and the former stepsister had been telling each other scary stories, right? And so uh, there was a sound in my room. I don't know what it was. It was probably the house, you know, yeah. house is big noise. And we ran out of the room, and I just started crying, like, like full-on tears, and I couldn't stop, and I thought it was hilarious, because I was like, I, I don't know what happened to me, and I, so I knew I was hormonal, and I was seriously terrified, but it was also hilarious, so I was laughing and crying at the same time. That's a thing that happens, and so yes, even men who are in pain with their balls can know. This is going to be funny yeah. when it's hurting. They can know that. They can know. <laughs> this will be funny in about two hours. It's going to be fucking hilarious. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, just, I just sat on my own balls. That's hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. So, Kyle, uh, to let you get back to your high, go ahead. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, fuck, a high point. Um, school starting. So, yay! Kids are going back to school. Uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Um, also, I guess that's also a low point because <laughs> you also have like back to school and dealing with new teachers and that oh, fun. Oh fuck! I got I got to come up with a volunteer oh, fucking schedule. God. Yay! I'm glad that for the three for the, my three <laughs> kids going to the same school, I only have to worry about a certain amount of volunteer hours. That you mm-hmm. would get for one kid. You don't have to do it for all three. So, otherwise, yeah. my ass would be there every week. Yeah. So, <laughs> and aside aside from aside from that, um, uh, so I took on the uh, me and 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 Carly. We've we're taking on the uh, the family events for Atheists of Utah. Yes, they uh, so are. That, oh, that's fun. So yeah, in it the way the way things panned out. So we had a a bunch of things that are hitting real quick. <laughs> um, yeah, so there are events coming up. We have the uh, the end of summer uh, barbecue that kind of we kind of threw together in like two days. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's that's actually not really that. Uh, that's not a very big very big thing so it's not hard 
throw that together. Uh, but that's yeah. going to be fun for the next while. We're, we've got a lot of fun things we're we've uh, we're planning out, and uh, also just been uh, getting ready for for the Salt Lake Comic Con. Oh yeah, that is coming up. I know. I'm putting together. Well, not putting together, but I'm on five five panels there. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'm not moderating any this time, which is well, kind of they, got really... their, they finally have their shit sorted so you know who's moderating well ahead of time. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. So I'm again talking, going to be talking about uh, Doctor Who, which they they put me in one of those every time. Uh, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Aliens, and aliens. Uh, ooh, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Yay! Um, I love I'm, Kevin Smith. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing Hi. his pen. So that's going to be fun. Have you watched Tusk yet? Uh, nope, nope, not yet, <laughs> not yet. That one's. I, I've seen. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, I you're. Sit down and watch, I need to sit down and watch the whole thing. Uh, how about Red State? Red State was a good one too. I I loved oh, yeah. his oh, yeah. independent stuff. I love his independent things that he's made. He's he's got a unique a, a unique style there. Yeah. Uh, but Red State was great. It really was. What's the uh, what's the new one that came out that had his daughter in it? Uh, what is it? Uh, yoga hosers or something like that? Yo- or? Yeah, yoga hosers, which is just opening. Um, it's kind of doing a, a slow rollout, but it's it's not opening here or not That's screening here. Anyway. That's too bad because yeah. I'd go see it because I like Kevin Smith's yeah. movies. Yeah. All right, but so that's, that's, that's pretty much it for Kyle. What about you? What about you, Felicia? What do you got? Um. All right. So. Low point. Uh, low point was being afraid I was going to be fired to no fault of my own, which is true. Um, resolution to that: not getting fired. Hooray! Not. In fact, uh, my work ethic is considered very well, and I and my knowledge is very well respected. So that's neat. Not getting fired. That's as long as good. you're not Bob, because fuck Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have a Bob in your office. I'm just making a joke. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Everybody's got a Bob in their office. Everyone has a Bob in their office. I don't know, man. It's all <laughs> bullshit. The whole thing is insane. Um, it's been a really stressful week, and uh, I'm tired. But the high point is uh, going with... Uh, the boyfriend and the kiddo up to Bear Lake. I love and Bear Lake. It was, a, it was beautiful and got a wade in the water. And it, and the kid, like, played in the sand and he was all muddy. So we, he, oh, the best part was when he had to go pee. And so uh, William's going to walk him out to the water. You know, he was peeing in the water, right? Like yeah. you do. <laughs> I did that like seven or eight <laughs> times last weekend. <laughs> yeah, the kid was like, nope, no. So the kid dropped trout right on, like, right at the shore. Like, right where the water was. <laughs> trout all the way and just pees, like, in front of everyone. And <laughs> nobody could stop laughing. And the kid, like, this kid, like, thrives off an audience. He's like, yeah, it's funny, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no. But also, yes, this is pretty funny. <laughs> That's great. So, uh, no, he was. Oh, that was a lot of fun, and um, it, and he gave me he gave me lots of kisses, and he was very sweet. Both both boys gave me lots of kisses. Aww. So, 
<laughs> no, it was really, it was really fun. It was really nice. Okay, so that's gonna. Oh, what? Uh, what? Nothing. Never mind. Go ahead. That's what we. That's what I'm just about to end it. I thought you had something else to say. Sorry. I'm not even gonna edit this out. I'm just gonna leave it the way it is. Just fuck it. Just do it. <laughs> Super awesome. This is a real show. This is what real audio sounds like. So that does it for this week's episode. Uh, all of us are running off to go record the secret patron show, which is unfortunately Alveda King with uh, Jim Baker. We, I've got two more clips of that to, to share with these guys. And But with the, the good thing with that is that we're not going to have to show the video on that one. So you got, we're going to be able to pause it and just shout at people all we want. So we make those... Uh, we're off to go record those that remain exclusive for our patrons for half a year uh, before it's made available to the rest of the world. If you really want to hear what we're talking about, uh, all it takes is a buck an episode. Otherwise, you have to go make do with the six-month-old episodes on YouTube and our podcast feed at utahoutcast.com. Those that choose to join us beyond the veil by going to patreon.com slash utahoutcast have many options available to them. And like the LDS Church, we have tiers of heaven for you guys to choose from, so just go check it out. It'll all make sense. Uh, we have reached our patron goal that I talked about there, and it got smashed last week, meaning that, yes, we will be recording a special patron-only show where we go over Ray Comfort's newest movie, The Atheist Illusion. And I've watched it, I've watched it, and it is a fucking stinker. And I feel dirty spending your money on it, patrons. Seriously, I'm going to be watching it like three or four more times. Oh, you're making notes. Yes, yep, I will be, that is what you do with MST3K. They make you think that they watched it with, they didn't watch it, and they're just making this up on the fly. Oh, uh, no, no, it. yeah, no. They've, they've watched it a couple times. So, yeah, so seriously, yuck. I mean, I love you guys, but fuck, man, that movie's bad. I mean, in the first four minutes, you, and I, I brought this up on, I think, Twitter or something like that, where I said, first four minutes, and you have a, uh, what is it, argument from design, where he's like, now look at this book that I gave you right here. Do you think that has anything, like, could that come from nothing? Could that not come from nothing? And it's like, oh, no, he's really going to try to say, because we're more complex than books, how did we possibly end up being? <laughs> and the, the quote-unquote atheists that he gets on this thing are just some of the most banal and unable to fight back atheists I've ever heard of in my life. So, of yeah, it's course. a terrible movie, so... Our next goal that we're close to reaching is only four bucks away, where we will start giving away prizes with each month to a lucky commenter, emailer, or what have you. We're, we'll be working on the details. Uh, also, keep in mind that you can reach us at any time through our social media empire, through comments on YouTube, voicemail, text, email, all that fun stuff. So thanks to Felicia and Kyle for joining me once again this week. But sadly, this is the part where we must say to you all that the Outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Bonne nuit. Good night, everybody. She said the thing. She was here to say the she thing. Said the Yay! Thing. I said the thing. Yay! See you guys next week.
loves abortion. He loves... Citation needed, please. <laughs> why, why would you say he loves that? He's the one that, that gave us the, the the knowledge between knowledge of good and evil, you know. I would think that the devil would actually love overpopulation. I mean, what with the suffering and the lack. If of if he's the bad guy that they've they've scapegoated him into being, but he's not a bad guy. If he was a real, no. if it was a real person, no, not a bad guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> True. I I refuse to look at that man in a negative light. If he was a man or if it was a thing to begin with, that's why I am a Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts.